At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is primetime action live from the South Point Hotel Casino. Tip of the strip, Las Vegas. Skill Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin. Glad you could join us tonight. Uh, no football tonight. No football. Let's get used to these kind of nights. Sorry, guys. No Ugh. football. We'll have to I deal. Know. But we will talk a bunch of football, including that debacle from last night between the Rams and the uh, Cardinals, really on the Cardinals side. But I do think we have the right eight teams in the uh, divisional round. We also have some puck drops here at the top of the hour as well. We do. A slew of them, even, if you will. And Andy McNeil later. And Andy McNeil later. Yeah. Hockey night in America. Andy McNeil cheating on us a little bit earlier with Dan Burke, I saw. Hey, well, what? Yeah, yeah. Andy what? McNeil cheating on us a little bit earlier. Sure, we'll have a little yeah, chat well, with yeah, him we'll later. Have a chat with okay. him about that. Yeah. Just uh, giving to. his picks all over the place oh, around here. Interesting. Um, we have a few puck drops coming here right this second. One, two, three, four of them happening right now. So head to your book of choice if you want to bet the Hurricanes and the Bruins. The Bruins are minus 130 home favorites over the Hurricanes, plus 110 on the road underdog there. Sabres and Senators. Senators are minus 220 home favorites there, plus 185 on the Sabres as road underdogs. Jets and Capitals. Capitals are minus 125 home favorites. You get plus 105 on the Jets as road underdogs. And the Islanders and Flyers, minus 135 on the road Islanders there, plus 115 on the home Flyers. 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific. we got the Canucks and the Predators. Predators minus 130 home favorites, plus 110 on the visiting Canucks. 8.30 Eastern, 5.30 Pacific, the Canadians and the Stars. The Stars are minus 380 favorites over the Canadians, plus 290 if you want to take the underdog there. 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific, the Panthers and the Flames. The Panthers are minus 150 Road favorites, plus 130 on the home flames there. And finally, 1030 Eastern, 730 Pacific. We have the Lightning and the Kings. The Lightning are minus 210 road favorites, plus 170 on the home Kings. Only two, two NBA games tonight. The Timberwolves and the Knicks is 730 Eastern, 430 Pacific. Right now, the Timberwolves are three-point road favorites over the Knicks. We got two fifteen and a half all the way to two sixteen and a half. Your total there, so be sure and shop around. And a ten Eastern, seven Pacific Pistons and Warriors game going down, where the Warriors are minus fifteen and a half. 
Yeah, small, small number in that game. As far as injuries go in these early games for New York, Kemba Walker is going to get the start tonight. He was listed as questionable earlier today, so keep that in mind if you're going to bet the Knicks or Timberwolves side. Uh, no Nerlens Noel for the Knicks tonight. No Cam Reddish. He's still working his way into that lineup for New York. And for the late game, let's see. We have Steph Curry. He is probable tonight, likely to go. Andre Iguodala listed as questionable right now. They will be without Draymond still. And uh, Gary Payton Jr. will be good to go tonight. Can I uh, throw my tennis picks in real quick? Because these are about to start. Yeah, do it. About to start in Melbourne, in Australia. Uh, two dogs. All I got is two. We went two and one yesterday on the three picks. Picked up a unit. Uh, Oscar Ote, I had it plus 212. I made this last night versus uh, Lorenzo. I, I say it's Sonego, but I've heard it pronounced Sonego, which is strange to me. But Ote is about plus 185-ish now. That one I would actually still play. The the second one I'm not sure I would. Uh, Sarah Cerebes Tormos at plus 165 over Marta Kostyuk. It's it. At last I saw was plus one twenty six. I wouldn't play that any lower than plus one thirty five, plus one forty. So if you want to play the Ote one, I think it's still playable. I'm not really sure about the uh, Cerebus Toro. Yeah, both had dropped uh, a lot uh, when I went to check them out, and yeah. it, the, I think you're right though. I, I, Oscar Ote, I think you should still be able to find plus high plus one eighties, low plus one nineties. I saw earlier. that's still playable because up there the, that's not as stark of a difference. But Cerebus Torme is really a uh, I might huge. tail you on that one, Gil. Oh, Andy well. Murray did not want to make it easy last night. No, he sure didn't. But yeah. but you know what? But that's the bet with Andy Murray that. It's like we talk about with tennis all the time. Think about the best player at your high school. And then think about the number one player at like a D1 school in tennis. And then think about how those players, most of them, can't even make the tour. And then think about how like the top 100 players on tour are better than every The top 50, the top 20. And think about the guys at the very top. Andy Murray was one of the big four. Before there was a big three, there was a big four. And he just, even in his like twilight, it's amazing how he figures it out in the end. It was it, well. It was uh, it was death by a million slices. He like just sliced him to death. It was it was great to watch though. I mean that first that first set. It was it was Andy Murray going. Oh okay, you just want to sit there and hit it as hard as you possibly can. It was like watching a four zero tennis player play in that first set because it was like. It was it was Andy Murray going. I'll just allow you to make the mistakes, and he just kept just and it was just but hitting he, it three feet out every single time. But Stelishvili knows one speed to yeah. hit it as hard as humanly possible. Like when he was down match points, smacking it as hard yeah. as he can, hitting on line, so he got away with a few. But we got it done there. But yeah, picking up a unit just missed the sweep late last night uh, into the night. And by the way, no thank you that these are on ESPN Plus. I want it on real TV. All right, a couple uh, NFL notes here. Kelly, uh, can we have the Rocky music playing behind this note? Just we need the Rocky music behind this one for the drama. Thank you. Derrick Henry. Keep going. Derrick Henry took a big step in his injury recovery Tuesday as he returned to practice in pads. That actually worked out really right. I can't I can't I can't believe you 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 knew that just That was pretty good, right? Listen, you didn't you didn't know the uh the jingle for uh AutoZone, so I can't believe that you were able to catch that. Derek Henry and pads at practice. That's huge. Now, can you do the Benny Hill or the Mr. Bean music? Because this is the other bit of no, NFL no, no. information, of NFL news. The Athletics' Mark Caboli, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, believes that all signs point to Mason Rudolph as the Steelers' starting quarterback in 2022. Yeah. So there's that. 
that's the that is the, you know one of those one of those we we knew yes we knew Derrick Henry was coming back we did one of those we were like really wow that's uh that's interesting yeah I mean and, and that's actually followed by a report from the Athletics Chad Graff and so this is like conflicting reports from the Athletic Chad Graff says that the Broncos Panthers and Steelers are the most likely trade partners for Kirk Cousins. Now, Hmm. the Steelers have been historically an incredibly conservative organization, and I cannot see them taking on a $35 million contract. Did did we know that the Vikings were going to trade Kirk Cousins? I, I... no, but I think what the assumption here is, is with the firing of oh, everyone, and all, that it's like just, yes, it's a, let's just rebuild here. Hmm. Kirk Cousins is making an ungodly amount of money, and Kirk? let's just start over, you can, know? Can we just tip the cap, to tip of the cap yeah. to Kirk Cousins, who has been making an ungodly amount of money now for six years, yes. every year. And he's going to make $35 million next year. Yeah. This could be one of those kind of Alex Smith situations where it's almost like, you can have him if you'll just take the money. Like, 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 oh, yeah. like we, you don't have to give us really anything. Give us a seventh rounder or something, and then you can have him if you'll just take the contract. Here's his, uh, his four-year arc with the Minnesota Vikings. Missed the playoffs in 2018. Remember, that was after the Case Keenum Minneapolis miracle year. Then they lost in the division round 2019. Missed playoffs, missed playoffs. So they missed the playoffs three or four times, which as a Washington football fan, I said when he went to the Vikings, and remember, Washington decided we're not going to pay him a long-term deal. Kirk Cousins, we're just going to give you a one-year deal of an ungodly amount of money for two consecutive seasons. But then that was it. They couldn't do it anymore. And uh, he went to Minnesota on a three-year $84 million deal, I believe it was initially. The whole thing was, and it gets down to like baseball when you assess baseball teams every year. Great. I get that you think Kirk Cousins is an improvement over Case Keenum. But the fact is that Case Keenum in 2017 was spectacular. And so when you got Kirk Cousins... That was a hard act to follow, actually. Yeah. And quite frankly, not sure he did. Yeah. And, and you know, the, the thing about his his salary, so it's about 16% of the salary cap for, like, a 2022 squad, right? So, I mean, like, if, if a team were to absorb Kirk Cousins, they'd be, like, oh, yeah. taking on 16% of their salary cap for the, you know, for, and again, it's, I mean, it's a 53-man roster plus yeah. all. So, so, like, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty big deal. With all that, and you know, look, we we mentioned this a couple of times. He actually wasn't all that bad. No, this year he was he was he was really good. It actually, was, he 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 was a definitely a victim of of Mike Zimmer just playing so close to the vest and never getting anything, uh, n- never taking advantage of any of these leads that they had, and, and really pulling the reins back and all that. But I mean, you know, if you if you look at these three teams that they mentioned, I don't see how the Panthers afford him because they gave a bunch of money to to Darnold. Right. The 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 again the Steelers, like I said, and historically have not been that type of organization. Now they may look around and say, "We've got a lot of talent. It's only one year. Yeah, it's a ridiculous amount of money, but like, you know, do you think it's good enough for us to go get it this year?" But I mean, the Broncos, the Broncos. I mean, the, obviously Locke wasn't the answer. They didn't want to go with him anyway. I think they figured out that Teddy B wasn't the answer this year either. They've got a couple of young, you know, they've got a bunch of young talent around there on the offensive side of the ball. Could that actually be a destination? Not, you know, I, I don't know. I will tell you that the Steelers one would be pretty awesome. Like if they added him for as a as a bridge to whomever. I was going to say because if I understand that it's not what they've typically done, right. but knowing you're only on the hook for a year, right? Like you're only on the hook for that one huge year. Yeah. 
like I think that makes at least absorbing something like that a little bit easier. I mean, they eked into a seven seed this year, which was pretty miraculous. Kirk Cousins probably makes them a much more solid wild card team, if not a division yeah. winner. Well, you you take a look here, and they invest a first round pick in what we all think is still an awesome running back, but he has he can't be. If there's no threat to throw the ball down the field, they were just stacking the ball. I mean, like they were, the guy had nowhere to run the whole the whole season, right? I mean, like maybe you're even would would unleash a whole new aspect of like this offense or whatever if you are able to throw the ball down the field. So it's it's at least interesting to see. But I think the the assumption here is that the Vikings are kind of like, okay, look, let's just break this whole thing down mm. and and come back. And, Should they though? I don't know. I don't know. It's a pretty good team. We could talk about like hypothetical quarterback situations all for like three hours. <laughs> Russell Wilson, next segment. No, what I can do that. NFL futures. We'll look at those. We will look at Australian open odds. Andy McNeil joins us to talk some hockey and Taser Tuesday still lives. Divisional round. It's Vison's primetime action. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you missed any part of our show or anything on the VSIN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all our shows or download and listen on your schedule. Go to VEASAN.com slash podcast and get beating the book with me, Gil Alexander, or Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. Plus, we got hardwood handicappers, the Lombardi line, follow the money, my guys in the desert, coast to coast hoops, the wide world of wine garden, and many more that are all free and available now at VEASAN.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Gil, Matt, and Kelly. Do you want to tell that knife story on the air? <laughs> yeah, so how do you get the knife home? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I do want to you know what I do want to bring up because this happened after after we got off air. He doesn't want to tell a story. Did you guys oh, see yeah. did you guys did you guys see the Westbrook dunk? Oh yeah, I watched that game. I bet on the Jazz live when they were down ten, so that really didn't work out well. I mean Yes, that dunk was nasty. Oh my god. Over Go Bear. From that like just lost you your year, by the way. That just lost you. That oh, that, right that there, lost yeah, it. That was I was it. in until then. Yeah, that was it. That <laughs> lost you your, your bet on Go Bear. I yeah. mean it was like he just took off. We, we just forget, like, Russell. I mean, we make fun of him because of the way he plays uh, the majority of the time. But, like, what a freak athlete he's he is. He's arguably the, the greatest athlete to ever like play that sport. Sprung, you yeah. were just like, 
how is this even happening? And he just went over, just destroyed. The, the frustrating part about that is like at this point in his career, you're like, oh, you can still do that, Russ. Where is this every just night? Just do like it five every times a game. Night. You're gonna get yeah. fouled three of the times. What's so in, like, just do it. He has largely been free of injury for throughout his career. Largely, might be some something there is what you're saying. No, I'm just saying it's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing that someone who plays with that kind of abandon, right? I believe it's called reckless abandon. Reckless yes. abandon. Yeah. yeah. They had. Uh, Oh gosh, that game was brutal to watch. I, I I jumped in. I jumped in on the Jazz live at the end of the second quarter. They were down like ten. I was catching three and a half, and then they go up ten by the end of the third quarter. I'm like, you know, perfect. What we always talk about with live betting on this show in NBA, and it's like perfect NBA percentages. First half, Jazz are shooting like thirty percent from the field, like twenty percent from three. Lakers are shooting over fifty percent. I'm like, auto live bet. Let's go. Like I'm 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 down. And then fourth quarter, you got Stanley Johnson. The Lakers go small mm-hmm. ball with Rudy Gobert on the court. Stanley Johnson straight up mans up on Gobert, like three possessions in a row, takes him down into the low post, just like shoves him out of the way and puts a layup in. The whole fourth quarter, they played Bizarre. without a center on the court. Yeah, they didn't play without a They played without a center the whole fourth quarter. Yeah, the whole fourth quarter, they played and without a center. And Gobert got worked yeah, somehow. Without a center, and somehow that was like the key. Like they, Stanley they, Johnson scored 10 points in the fourth quarter. I was like, what am I watching right now? Yeah. Lakers 101, Jazz 95, Lakers cover outright, plus 180. Five and a half point dogs. Total way under. We had a Devin Booker game last night as well. Yeah. 48 point Devin Booker game. Not that the Blazers are are in contention for anything or whatever, but we had a we had a Nurkic game last night. Did you see that one? Oh, I actually didn't. A 21.22 rebound game. That doesn't surprise. With all those guys out, he's like the only thing there. Like yeah. it's Tw- 21, a 21-22 game for him. Who's the coach of the year right now? Oof. We were looking at these. Uh, we were looking at this market earlier today, and uh, I mean, probably, probably Billy Donovan still. What's my man on the Grizzlies? Who's the coach of the Grizzlies? He was seven to one. Oh yeah. So he he's um, seven to one. Name escape. By the way, Jason Kidd of the Terry Mavericks. Jenkins. Yeah, Terry Jenkins. Uh, Jason Kidd of the Mavericks who have won nine of ten. Thirty-five points. Could you imagine if Jason if Jason Kidd made a run at Coach of the Year What's as much as people hate him? Bickerstaff was the second short shot. Oh, I was four say, to one. He's because like four to the, one. the yeah. Cavs are like weirdly in fourth. Four to one. Bickerstaff was yeah. four to one. JB Bickerstaff. Bernie's kid. For those of us of a certain age. Actually, I don't even know how those guys. How is it not? I don't know how it's not Billy Donovan, J.P. Biggerstaff, Taylor Jenkins as your three short shots. Yeah, I thought Jenkins was way far down. Like he's seven to one right now. You got Bill, Monty Williams three to one, Billy Donovan four to one, Biggerstaff four to one, Steve Kerr five to one, Jenkins seven to one, Spolstra twelve to one. There it is, Monty Williams, who was snubbed, some would say, along with Quinn Snyder last year, uh, at the expense of Tom Thibodeau getting it. I will say this too: we threw this around a little bit. I'm curious what your uh, your basketball minds tell you. So we're talking about the Grizzlies and how if you watch their games, they're unbelievable, right? They, they have so many athletes. They come at you in waves, which is unlike what you see from most NBA teams during an 82-game schedule, right? Most teams are load managing, taking plays off. You know how it is in the NBA. I'm not telling secrets here. Yeah. But not the, not the Grizzlies. I mean, they are just unbelievable energy. And I guess for the regular season, that's awesome. When rotations change in the postseason, though – you know, that's it's sort of a cautionary thing. Anybody who's thinking to themselves, maybe I should get a Grizzlies Western Conference yeah. ticket or something like that. It's just sort of like, hold on. 
I, I mean, breaks. you guys have seen me jump on longer odds teams the past couple of years because I think they at least had the pieces yeah. that, like what you're talking about, Gil, when the playoffs come, can they still be competitive? I, I love watching this Grizzlies team like you're talking about. I mean, John Morant's fantastic. Jaron Jackson Jr. is one of my favorite young players in the league. I, I just I don't believe they're going to be able to really fully compete when, when when the playoffs do come around. I mean, Desmond Baden has been one of the hottest three-point shooters in the league. Uh, I mean, they, they're getting production from everywhere, but it's 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 I, I don't know. It's just not a team I fully believe in once the playoffs arrive. Fantastic that, beard shirt today as well, Kelly. Oh, yeah. Well, well, Thanks, that's, man. that's the yes. only reason why we have the conversation, so yes. we can throw Kelly on for the beard Fantastic shirt. Fantastic. Where does the shirt, shirt start, or where does the beard end and the shirt <sighs> no start? No one knows. No one knows. No one knows. Here's some, here's some NFL futures. I know there's only eight teams left. It's about the last week you can bet these markets. NFC, AFC, and Super Bowl. We were looking at stage of elimination earlier, too. There's all kinds of ways you can bet this now, and yeah. you, always, you should always do the math on these. But just straight AFC market, who's going to win the AFC? The Chiefs and the Bills, who play each other, are the short shots. Chiefs at plus 175, Bills at plus 225. Then it's the Titans at plus 310, the Bengals at plus 550. But as I was saying with the stage of elimination and, and places like DraftKings have that, we don't necessarily here in Las Vegas, as far as I know. But uh, DraftKings, so if you thought the Titans would beat the Bengals and then lose in the championship game, which a lot of people think will happen, that is like plus 145. And so you would have to stick into a parlay category. The Titans money line this week, followed by whatever you think the spread and the money line specifically will be next week on their opponent, who I would imagine would be a slight favorite or a less than slight favorite against Titans. Titans probably dogs against either team next week. Yeah, at I home. think so for sure. So you're probably looking at a Titans money line this week and a minus money line next week. You put that in a parlay calculator. If it's a better return than a plus 145, then you play that way. If it's not, then you play the stage of elimination market at plus 145. Here's the NFC market. Green Bay, no surprise, plus 155. Buccaneers, plus 230. Rams, plus 350. Niners, 5-1. to one. No surprises there. And then for the whole kit and caboodle, Super Bowl, it's going to be the, will it be the Packers or the Chiefs? Packers, by a, by a nose, plus 350. Chiefs, plus 380. With the Bills coming in third. How about the number one seed Titans, sixth on that, plus 850 still? Yeah. Anything? I think it, I, it's just interesting because I think that they're still sitting way down there because it's like they definitely would have to go through one of the Bills or Chiefs because one of the Bills or Chiefs is moving on. You well, know, And, and so, they'd also have to win the Super Bowl, right, yeah. which is also problematic. Yeah. I, I just The Bucks, I think, are still too sh- – I, I, we'll talk about our bets later. I mean, I, I, I went ahead and played the Rams. I, I, this, this, this is – I think this Bucks team is getting a little bit – a little bit of a little bit too much respect yeah. because of what happened last year, but it is a completely different dynamic with this team this year. And so it's just I mean, I just don't I don't agree with, with the market. Yeah, the uh I mean the most attractive bets, I guess, when we're talking that Super Bowl market would be Rams. Rams then Titans to me, just I think the, that's just correct. at the numbers yes. that you're talking. I would but agree. like the number makes sense on the Titans because of what you're going to have to go through the Chiefs, Bills, then the Super Bowl. It does make sense. Mathematically, none of these are way right. off. Right. Yeah, I, yeah. I, th- I think the only one I would jump on that does seem a little off to me is the Bucks number, but just too short. I, there's no way I could bet that ever. Yeah, no, that's just 
And I mean, listen, it's it's the reason we're not talking Niners, the reason we're not talking Bengals. I mean, because again, it's just it's good teams. Probably, I mean, at least from a Cincinnati standpoint, at least uh, probably a year away. Figure out, you know, the quarterback position. What you're going to actually, if you're going to, you know, are you going to stick with Jimmy G? Are you going to go to Lance, whatever, for the 49ers next year? Maybe, maybe something like that. I, I think both of those teams are will be in the mix next year for sure. I don't think it's quite there adding up this year for it to be able to make it through kind of that gauntlet there. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't think either one of those are are really in play here. But you know, again, it's it's a. Uh, I really think that the Niners were full strength, though. They would not be outlandish. Bengals, yes. Niners, I don't know, man. Like, I still think they're as good as everybody else at full strength. But they might not be at full strength. Yeah, I I think they're going to get taken advantage of this week in that secondary. I, I could be I could be mistaken, but I mean it's that was the thing, you know, it's just those those deep passes, they don't they don't cover very well downfield and I think that Aaron Rodgers is is really well poised to kind of take advantage of that with what they've got going on there. One of the things with with Cincinnati that we didn't mention in the in the in the top of the show, uh, Trey Hendrickson was back at practice today, which bodes pretty well for him clearing out of out of the concussion protocol. So while they are going to be out down Ogunjobi, so we'll be down at least one defensive lineman, it looks like they will have back Trey Hendrickson. Smart. Australian Open thoughts next. NHL with Andy McNeil. We're also going to talk college basketball with Matty Cox from Three Man Weave and Drew Densick. Coming up, Beeson's primetime action. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on Beeson, the sports betting network. It is never too early to prepare for the big game, and we want to make sure VEASAN is a part of your plans. We'll be with you throughout the playoffs, and then on championship weekend, and I'm not talking about championship weekend, I'm talking about the championship weekend, if you know what the I mean. The big game weekend. We'll have 56 hours of free video coverage on VEASAN.com leading up to our sixth annual live big game betcast. That is hard to believe that it is our sixth annual big game betcast. We will be here. It's the biggest game of the year, so make plans now to join the VEASAN betting experts before, during, and after the action on vcin.com and uh i believe they're talking about us gentlemen i believe they are we'll be here during the big game that's right big game who'll be playing we don't know should be fun hopefully the rams <laughs> hopefully the rams hopefully yes. the titans are playing the rams hopefully the rams <laughs> and i will like, yeah that would make this show the most oh, happy titans versus the rams, rams because then i will have already gotten home the nfc one and then it doesn't even matter what happens in the Super that's why i would have gotten afc yeah. and nfc home and it, i wouldn't even it would, yeah. no, i don't even care at that point titans no. would just be gravy on yeah. the Super yeah Bowl. some of those bets might be nice for us to hit after the chiefs last year oh let's uh, not even just oh you you Really? How did we get through? You went there. How did we? I mean, it's a good we... promo for that night. You know, if you want to watch three grown men in pain during the Super Bowl, you tune back in. You might get what you got last year. You know, if someone had said to us during that Super Bowl, imagine if they're like, okay, so guys, here's what's going to happen. Next football season, this is going to happen every night to you guys. <laughs> Your guys are going to be in for, for every first half is going to suck for you. <laughs> and then when you get home, everything's going to turn. It's going to be great, but you won't be on air for that. How, did we get through that game with a pretty good attitude last year? I think we I did. Think we did a, I think we yeah. did a professional professional job as we were getting our clocks clean professional and we were yeah I mean the difference is we were on for the entirety right yeah versus a half of bad football this year I was mixing metaphors and tribute and an homage to Dexter Manley who once said uh, about Joe Montana game he's like, I'm gonna clean his clock which I don't think makes any sense the, the, the best part was it was the it was the hurt that kept on hurting because 
As it as the game gaming. progressed, I just live bet it and then I live bet it again. So it just, it, yeah, it was the hurt that kept on hurting. This it can't was, continue. Yeah, yeah, there's no way this can continue, right? And then it's a boom, and it's boom. It's like, oh no, it it certainly can. All the way to the bitter end. I forgot that about you. So you were you were all about the Buccaneers, but then you turned on them in yeah. the Super Bowl. I for, yeah, that's right. I'd won the futures on the yeah. I'd won the futures on the Bucks leading up to the Super Bowl, and then I f- flipped on them, and it was just the yeah, that was neat. That was neat. That so this was neat. We'll get to the tennis here momentarily, mm-hmm. but th- this game last night, let me just reel off a couple of these. So Arizona had minus three yards in the first quarter, second worst by any team in the first quarter of the past 35 postseasons. By the end of their fourth possession, and we were talking about this while it was happening, the Cardinals had four punts on four three-and-out drives, minus four yards to show for it. At one point, OBJ had more passing yards than Kyler Murray. We were already in our cars when that <laughs> happened. And the first time the Cardinals got a first down came with 6.45 left in the first half. They didn't have a play in Rams territory until there was 6.48 left in the third quarter. 0 for 9 on third down. Just the eighth instance there was an 0 for 9 or worse in a playoff game during the Super Bowl era. Eight straight drives resulting in zero first downs, a fumble, and a pick. The longest such streak to open a playoff game since the Oakland Raiders in 1980. Your Arizona Cardinals. I don't think they'll do it, but it does make you wonder if, I mean, they, they certainly had a conversation today about Cliff. Yeah, they, like, and they have every right to. After that game last night. Well, it's two years in a row that they, I mean, okay, Kyler was hurt last year. So, uh, you know, down the stretch, we saw, I mean, like we were on air, I think for at least two of the games or down the stretch, we're going, this guy's not right. Like there's something wrong with this guy, whatever. But like, okay, ailing Kyler and all this, but still, this is two years in a row that they've just completely limped in limp down the stretch and it is just a you, you just start to wonder it's like hey man is this like one of those deals where you're uh, you know what people were wondering about McVay it's like okay you've got some good ideas but then you run out of good ideas and things just all start spiraling downhill or whatever like you can't come up with new ideas for the second half of the season or whatever or people figure you out but I mean it's two years in a row that they have just really, really, really sunk in the second half of the season. We th- we threw this up on a numbers game this morning. So Cardinals lost five of their last six this year. Last year, they lost five of their last seven. 2019, they were kind of a bad football team, but they lost seven of their last nine. Seven of the last nine. By the way, at Texas Tech, 2018, he lost five of his last five. 2017, six of his last eight. 2016, six of his last eight. 2015, four of his last six. 2014, four of his last six. 2013, five of his last six. I'm detecting a pattern. Yeah. Come yeah. On. I mean, Matt brought this up, right? The past couple, last night or last week, where it's like our team's figuring this guy out kind of at the end of years. Thank you to the Action Network for that. I mean, it's like, come on, at some point, you are what you are, right? So it's just a, it, 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 you look at this team and I understand you didn't have DeAndre Hopkins out there. It is a different team. It's a different offense, but it's not so much so that it is, you can't move the football at all. I mean, like, right. like that you was lose. Him. I get it. He's great. Yeah. But your entire thing collapses. You're right. Right. I mean, like, if, and if that's the case, then you've built this offense wrong. Right. Yes. I mean, like if, if, if yeah. one guy's not out there that then nothing works, then, then you've built it wrong. So yeah, it, there's, there's fault somewhere along the way. Current odds now one round into the Australian Open. Tennis's first major of the year. No surprise at the top that Daniil Medvedev at plus one fifty still. And Sasha Zverev at three to one. Rafa Nadal after his great first round performances at five to one. Everybody distant double digit numbers. Um, I mean, that's what it should be. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, then a doll at five to one, I would never play. Nope. Like it's just you know it just not. I don't think this is suited for for him to to win this. But yeah, I mean, it's about where it is. I'm very interested. Not in this tournament. Just over the course of the next twelve to eighteen months. I know what you're gonna say. Can I guess what? Carlos Alcaraz. Well, and Yannick oh. Sinner. Like, oh, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm curious. It's like, are they? Because we, anyone that's ever followed tennis knows. Like, so you always get these guys where it's like, man, if they can just take that next step, yeah. and then they never do, and it's like they're just always they just stay in that middling stage forever. Because these guys that take the next step to are otherworldly. Yeah. And it's like, can can these guys take the next step? And I, I wonder if like if any of these guys are actually going to take that next step, or is it always going to be kind of like. You know, that's a, you're a really awesome tier two player, you know? Like, think about it. Sasha Zverev, I think we would agree, has taken finally after all these mm. years the next step. He still hasn't won a major. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, but, but to me, it's Medvedev versus Zverev. We've talked about that. I don't think there's a long shot. Women's side, Ash Body, who just came off a win in uh, Adelaide. Adelaide. She, uh, she's at plus 225. She does... There is the looming specter of a fourth-round match against Naomi Osaka, who has won this tournament twice. That number's gone up, right? Is yeah. it, hasn't this risen a bit? Wasn't I she like in so. the 100s earlier, like high 100s, like plus 180? Who? Barty. Oh, maybe. I don't think so. I think she was always $2. Okay. Um, but, you know, if you think Naomi's going to show up, right, that would be interesting. You... Oscar Ot- o- Ote? What's o- his name? Yeah. Ote? Yeah. It's got a break point. There you go. Thank you. Oh, did you bet him with me? Yeah, bet him. Oh, with there you, man. you go. I was wondering, like, wow, We're thanks up for the update. The first. Oh, there you go. Let's go, baby. Ote, 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 Ote. <laughs> Even know. though he's German. Yeah, that's right. It, and and you've heard us say this like a hundred times on the show, but we'll continue because we get new listeners every single uh, every single day. It is always much more open on the women's side than it is on the men's side. So when we sit here and say like, yeah, yeah we just can't really ever yeah. say put in a ticket on any of these other guys is just there's it's tennis. Yeah. It's just like, there is such a difference in the very top of the men's side than it is on the women's side. I mean, we've already seen a couple of, of, of pretty big ups. Yeah. This is the first time in recent memory where you sort of put Ash Barty on a level mm. and everybody else is kind of like, well, if Naomi plays, but I will say this again, I, I do have the, the futures on Zverev. I did make one on Medvedev. Those are the only futures on the men's side on the lady side. Iga Swiatek is, is the future that I have at 16 to 1. Uh, made it before the tournament. And, and that was a good bet, as it turns out, because Iga got on the other side of the draw, on the other half of the draw, as Ash Barty. Now, can she beat Barty on a big stage? The two practice together, the two are friends. We'll see if it gets to that. I'd love to see it. But that, that to me, was the only other sort of play on the board. Nothing else, really. I mean, look, there's a lot of great players here. Badosa's great. Contivate had an amazing season at the end of last year. Barbara Krajikova was great last year. Maddie Keys might be making a comeback. Who knows? But not enough for me to pull a bet, you know, trigger on a yeah. bet. Not enough. So that's tennis. While you guys were watching Russell Westbrook's, you know, slam, all I was doing was watching the slam in Australia. Oh, I had, oh I'm se- obsessed. I had all the TVs gone. How many TVs you got? Well, I moved one back upstairs, so I've only I've only got four down now, right now. Did you see LeBron's? <laughs> did you see LeBron's setup on Instagram? You see what he had going? Yeah, like the full oh. video wall. It's like a it's like a sports bar in there. <laughs> I didn't see it with I mean, his it four, with his four uh, Larry O'Brien trophies right underneath it. Oh, like, like, replicas. Yeah, I'm guessing. I'm sure that's uh, I'm sure that was just random. They happened yeah, to be there. Right? Perfectly spaced. Yeah, I always keep my import, most important possessions right below my TV. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! You don't want to tell the knife story though. Can you just tell the the? the you don't have to tell the, the place, but just the concept. 
there's a steakhouse here in town where you can, if you go in the special room, you can pick the knife that you that you want to eat your steak with. Oh, great. And then there's can, just a bunch of and different... And if you like the knife, you, you can, can buy, buy it. it. Yeah, there's just a whole wall. So, so the dude at the table next to you could be cutting his filet with a just a cleaver. Like a sword. <laughs> That's phenomenal. Like, excuse sport. me, sir. What'd you get? No, no, not your yeah. food. What's the, yeah, knife? what's the knife? What's the knife you got? Okay, I'm, I'm going to get that. I One love of that concept. <laughs> there you go. Bets, what was that? What was that? There we go. There's amazing. Bets and restaurant themes here on the show. Uh, we'll come back. How about some hockey, Matt? I know you've been begging yeah. for it. Let's talk some hockey with Matt's Andy McNeil. On us too. <laughs> oh, yeah. We get to the bottom of how he dared appear on <laughs> the Danny Burke Power Hour earlier today. We'll get to that with Andy McNeil next on Prime Primetime Action. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare you are looking live at primetime action with gil alexander and matt brown on Back on Primetime Action Live from the South Point, it's Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, and Kelly Bidlin. Let's talk some hockey. Let's bring him in from Edmonton, Alberta. It's our hockey analytics expert at Digital Gambler. It's Andy McNeil. How you doing, Andy? I'd be doing a lot better if your Capitals could uh, get back in this game here. Looks like they've uh, cut the lead in half. It was 2-0 for Winnipeg, but... uh, Good old Alexander Ovechkin with his yes. 27th of the season. So I just wanted to ask you this. That's his 757th career goal. You're going down, Wayne Gretzky. You're going down. But yeah. Let me just ask you this. 757 goals, 756 of them by my rough count, from that one spot that he just put that that biscuit in the basket on, which is, from, from our perspective, to the left of the goal, where he just, no one checks him there. Like, how is, how is he always open in that spot? They do. I mean, he fights for it, man. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't get, it doesn't come easy. Like he's, he, he has to, he has to work for that because obviously he gets, uh, he, you know, he has, it usually has a man stuck on him and sometimes he's getting double teamed and they take that, uh, that option away altogether. But, you know, early, early on in his career, he really wasn't that type of player. He was a, a totally different player. Yeah. He was a lot more off the rush. And I mean, everybody remembers that, that amazing goal that he scored on his back, uh, in his in his rookie season or his sophomore season, but um, you know he's had to evolve and, and change the type of player that he is, and uh, and he's found his his spot there in the the top of the circle. So he's nine goals shy of tying Yaramir Yager for third all time, 
Wayne Gretzky, number one, Gordie Howe, number two. How, we, ma- we, how many more games did Yager play, I wonder? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a great question. Yager, Yager played, oh, about 50 more games at this point. No, oh, okay. no, 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 incorrect. Ten no, more way games. More, way. No, no, only ten more games. Yager really? only Yeah. Oh, oh no, okay. no, no, no. Am I looking? No, I'm, excuse me. I'm completely wrong. He played 500 more <laughs> hockey games. I was looking at the wrong column. Yeah. 500 more hockey games. You're right. So uh, let's bring Matt and Kelly in here for this. So we did something Friday night, and we, we just want to know how much you, you scoff at us for doing this. The game was the Avalanche and the Coyotes, and I texted you, and I said, wait a minute, Andy, the Avalanche are minus 650 favorites, and... The Coyotes were, what did you get on the I game? I got plus 520. Okay, so Matt got plus 520 on the Coyotes. You, By the way, you shot back, yeah, I don't have minus 650, but I have minus 575, which at that, those prices, kind of negligible, right? Yeah. And so <laughs> so then me and Kelly, we thought we'd get cute, right? We played the first, first period because, you know, it's that much shorter, 20 minutes as opposed to 60. We figured, anyway, Kelly and I lost two to one, but then Matt... So the Coyotes went up three to two at one point. Matt didn't even see that. He only saw it was three to three. <laughs> and, and he loses in a shootout. And so I guess the collective question is just this. I know what your number said, and I know that there wasn't really any value on it. But aren't these still two professional hockey teams? Like, we were wondering openly, we're like, do they not, are they not allowed to play with sticks, the Coyotes? Like, what's yeah. going on here? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, they had a... They, obviously, they've, they've got a pretty pretty bad team, um, but uh, they they also had a mostly their most of their blue line was made up of American Hockey League players and. Um, you but know, on they principle, were shouldn't we bet that every time? Like, why are you being country goaltending? Yeah, I mean, it's I I wasn't I wasn't anywhere close to it, but I'm not going to argue that you shouldn't take the dog in that situation. If you're, if, if you're, you know, as random as this sport is, I like to think that I've got it all figured out, but you know, when you're, when you're offered a, a bunch of games and one of them is paying you plus five twenty, Yeah. You might as well take a little shot at that one for sure. <laughs> uh, I almost won it. I, it didn't, it, I didn't, but I almost did. You sure did. And, it, and, it felt, it and felt then they really lost good. five, nothing the, 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 the yeah. next night. Cause they played the avalanche back to back. So if you had won um, that game, if you had won that game, would that have been the biggest dog you've ever hit on anything ever oh, maybe, in sports betting? Maybe so. Maybe so. On a random in Friday a single night game. Lark. Yeah. 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 A pre-game maybe so. bet for sure. Yeah. 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 I you, mean, you haven't hit an MMA or UFC no, fighter? Like or, Not like a no. five-something. I mean, the girl who you beat know, probably you, hit like, you, that you, that you do like, yeah. I mean, like every now and then. Yeah. But nothing where it was like I was. Who just, it was more like I was just messing around. Because right? you didn't fade Amanda Nunez. That would have been higher. Right. Right. So. All right, Andy, we do have some puck drops still um, to come tonight. We've got uh, the Canucks and the Predators, Canadians and Stars, Panthers, Flames, Lightning, Kings. Any thoughts on any of the ones still to come tonight? Well, it's it's moved quite a bit, and you could have got a, a, re- a really good price earlier. But uh, the Calgary Flames, they're hosting... Uh, the the almighty Florida Panthers tonight, and it seems like nobody wanted to touch uh, Calgary here. I, I I took some plus 130 earlier today, uh, moved to plus 135, then to plus 140. I when I when I had got in at plus 130, I had kind of assumed that that was about as high as it would go, and and therefore I I got involved. But um, you know I, I thought this game should be priced closer to Florida minus 120. Minus 120, roughly, um, and that was when Sergei Bobrovsky was in goal. Now I've got it around uh, minus 110 in favor of the Panthers, and the Flames are still coming in at, at plus 125. So I added to my position. I, I doubled up on 
what I already had at plus 130. I added some more uh, plus 135. But yeah, I still I still like the the Flames at at plus 125. They you know, if you look at, at metrics like Corsi and expected goals or sorry, shot attempts and expected goals, um, it's it's dead even. The, the the Flames have, you know, really kept pace with teams like the Florida Panthers and some of the other elite teams in the league. Obviously, though, when you look at the head-to-head matchups that the Flames have had against teams like the Panthers and the Islander, or uh, not the Islanders, sorry, the, the Lightning and the Hurricanes, um, they haven't fared too well, but... They're a good hockey team, and I don't think they should be catching this big of a price at home here. And uh, both teams are rested, both teams are healthy. The Flames have the the better starting goaltender, Spencer Knight's in goal for the Panthers, and Calgary at plus one twenty five is a, a good bet. And I see the return of the propagator has happened here. You got props. Yeah, yeah, I've been I've been on and off with the the propagator. It's just um, things change are changing so fast, uh, you know. And that I guess that's a, another. Uh, Thing that we could talk about here the nhl announced today that um following the all-star break or the all-star weekend they will no longer be testing asymptomatic players so um you know I, i'm sure some people have strong feeling actually i know some people have very strong feelings about that but uh from the perspective of the sports better that you know should in theory make things a, a little bit easier going forward um, as far as, you know, pricing these games with a little more confidence on a day-to-day basis and not being worried about a surprise. But yeah, I do have some player props tonight with, uh, and, and it involves the, the Los Angeles Kings who are hosting the, the Tampa Bay Lightning. Obviously the Lightning are big favorites here, minus 210. Um, they're probably going to own the puck tonight with Nikita Kucherov and Braden Point back in the mix. Kings have been hot, but I like them to cool off here tonight in, in you know, in some ways. And I'm betting uh, Victor Arvidsson not to get a point at minus 105. Alex Ayafalo not to get a point at minus 110. And uh, Anzi Kopitar at plus 135 not to get a point. And those are all available at DraftKings. Um, yeah, the, the Kings, I mean, they, they should score less than three goals uh, in this game based on the line and the total. It's a relatively low total, shaded to the over at five and a half. But, um, you know, the, the, the Tampa Bay Lightning are, are very good defensively. And if they've got the puck, the, the Kings aren't going to have a lot of opportunities to, to score tonight. So I, I like those three players not to get points. Andy, we walked into the, the studio and we looked up at the screen and then we saw you that you were on a different program than ours. And I'm just wondering if you could explain yourself as to why you were cheating. I told you, I poured my heart out to you that you were my favorite Canadian. And here you are <laughs> cheating on me right in front of my face. What, what, what's going on here? Well, you know, when the NHL Network calls and wants you to talk about hockey, you, you talk about hockey, right? And so that's 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 what I've been doing. <laughs> Andy, we appreciate it, man. So the Flames... Uh, still playable, and then the three props again: Iafolo, uh, Arvidsson, and Kopitar. Uh, under, under, under the uh, the sort of correlated under. plays. Yeah, all unders on points for all of those at different prices. Thank you, man. Great seeing you. All right, take care, guys. And Thanks, McNeil. Everybody on the show. By the way, you remember that time I was like, "Hey, Matt, you want to go grab a bite to eat?" And you're like, "No, Gil, I'm crunching Corsi numbers. I yeah, can't go always. Out. I'm just always on the Corsi machine. <laughs> Never, always can't get him out. He's you just always crunching Brown the numbers. Out. He's always at home crunching those numbers. Was like, just a bite. He's like, "No, sorry, Corsi, Corsi numbers. Looking Corsi at machine. Looking at expected goals and all that kind of Corsi. thing. Corsi.com. Uh, so Ote wins the first set, by the way, Kelly, but then immediately gets broken in the second. Yeah, set. yeah. So there's that. <laughs> Kelly's like. 
goes like, yeah, and I only care because I actually bet this one. Right. So, like, yeah. yes. you know, I, yeah. I bet this I thought one. he was being so kind. He's like, oh, well, thanks for tracking my bet there, Ken. <laughs> oh, I told you I was telling you. Yeah, he's like, no, no, no. It's just, it's strictly because I I tailed you Yeah, on that thing. So there's that. There is that. All right, coming, by, coming up after the break, uh, you think just because it's divisional round that we've uh, stopped doing Teaser Tuesday. No. No. Kelly Bidlin is uh, is is doing a teaser Tuesday, and he's uh, force feeding us totals. Is that what you've done here to keep this interesting? I wouldn't say force feed. I, I've included them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. In case anyone's interested. Okay. Okay. We'll throw those in there. Is there a teaser to be had uh, coming up? And we'll talk to Drew Densick about. Uh, well, let's talk about Australian Open, also NFL with him. And a little later, or actually a little earlier, right after Teaser Tuesday, we'll talk to Matty Cox because we got some college basketball games, including Duke against the fighting uh, Florida State fighting Kelly Bidlins tonight. You excited for that, Kelly? Your alma mater. Yeah, let's go. He doesn't sound very excited. Nah, no. He didn't know it happened. It's on the other side. It's Veasan's primetime action live from the majestic South Point. Look at that. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. 